One of cinema's favorite character actors is very good at one thing, dying on screen. Today I'm talking about Willem Dafoe. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am uh going off my, the beaten path a little bit and talking about what i've dubbed a uh, movie quirks and uh basically it's just something that i kind of either come across and notice just in my you know research or just day-to-day stuff and this one really caught my attention because i would say willem dafoe is probably very famous for playing bad guys or for being kind of a a good supporting player in a lot of big movies but he's not necessarily doesn't have the same reputation of other actors as being somebody who dies on screen so i wanted to dig into that so without further ado let's get started when it comes to actors who die on screen you probably imagine someone like sean bean gary oldman and christopher lee respected actors who put in a lot of work as villains But today, I'd like to add a new actor to your This Guy Always Dies repertoire, two-time Academy Award nominee Willem Dafoe. So when did this start? Willem Dafoe's varied career began unofficially in 1980 with the famed bombed Heaven's Gate, from which he was fired for a small white lie during casting, and officially in 1981 as the lead in Catherine Bigelow's biker movie The Loveless. From there was his most famous role was playing a biker again in the cult classic Streets of Rage as a villain whom is beaten, but not killed. But the death starts in 1985 when Defoe was cast as the villain in William Friedkin's underrated gem To Live and Die in L.A., and it's been a steady diet of death since then for Defoe. His iconic death scene in Platoon occurred one year later and helped him earn an Oscar nomination, and has since become the film's home video box art. While he had a slight lull in his on-screen demises in the early 90s, since 2000, Defoe's characters have died once, if not multiple times each year, it seems. At first glance, you might say, that makes perfect sense. Defoe has a knack for playing bad guys, and bad guys in action movies die all the time. And you're partially right. Being a bad guy in action blockbusters like Spider-Man and the awful sequels to Speed and Triple X are a one-way ticket to Deadsville. But despite being a great villain on screen, about half of Defoe's on screen deaths aren't as a villain. His death in Platoon is tragic because he's essentially murdered by a member of his own platoon. His on screen death in 1988 was as Jesus Christ. And his most recent Oscar nomination featured him performing the slow, agonizing death of Vincent Van Gogh. Actually, if Defoe is the lead of your movie, he's probably going to die now that I think about it. Same thing if he's a mentor figure. Friend of John Wick, yeah, he's dead. Which is why his survival in Aquaman was such a shock to me, though I didn't even realize it at the time. Hell, he doesn't even make it through his animation or video game work. Defoe is a frequent choice for voice work, isn't a frequent choice for voice work, but in the two animated projects and four video games he's done, his character dies. (laughs) The final oddity isn't how his characters die. They get shot, stabbed, and exploded with the best of them. It's the movies his characters survive. Defoe has a major role in American Psycho, a movie where a ton of named characters are killed, who investigates the titular Psycho, and he survives. He portrays a racist murder suspect in Murder on the Orient Express, and survives. He goes through multiple shootouts in the Boondock Saints and comes out the other side. 
He was in another Vietnam movie born on the 4th of July and makes it through. A crossbow-wielding vampire hunter in Daybreakers who mentors the lead character. This has to be... Nope, makes it. Despite being a coin flip's chance away from death in every project, Defoe's fate is nearly impossible to predict. So here's to many more grisly and entertaining ends, Mr. Defoe. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.